The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, autumn begins today. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, September 22nd, 2022, Thursday of the 25th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Focus the Gardener. He earned his living by cultivating a garden near the city gate of Sinope, now in Turkey. He lived in the 4th century, and he shared with the poor what he earned from his gardening and opened his home to travelers lacking a place to stay. Now, the Romans found out that Phocas was a Christian. So soldiers hunted him down and stopped at his door and received lodging from him, unaware that their host was the man they were charged to capture. Well, the next morning, Phocas revealed to them his identity. The soldiers were at first reluctant to carry out their orders against him, but in the end, they beheaded him. Phocas is venerated as a patron saint of both gardeners and mariners. He died about the year 303 A.D. Saint Phocas the gardener, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Most holy and adorable Trinity, one God in three persons, I firmly believe that you are here present. I adore you with the most profound humility. I praise you and give you thanks with all my heart for the favors you have bestowed on me. Your goodness has brought me safely to the beginning of this day. Behold, O Lord, I offer you my whole being, and in particular all my thoughts, words, and actions, together with such crosses and contradictions as I may meet with in the course of this day. Give them, O Lord, your blessing. May your divine love animate them, and may they tend to the greater honor and glory of your sovereign majesty. Amen. With Pope Francis, we pray that the death penalty which attacks the dignity of the human person may be legally abolished in every country. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Some days ago, I went to the supermarket, to the grocery store, because I needed some food, some toiletries, and also some energy bars. And a friend of mine recommended that I would buy, I would try this brand that is very popular now in the U.S. is a Cliff is the name, and I was really surprised because when I got there to stand, I don't know how many flavors were there, but uh, a ton of them, and I had a hard time choosing the best for me. And uh, and I think in the gospel of today, we have a similar experience by someone that approached Jesus as if he were in the supermarket, meaning in the supermarket of religions. 
trying to choose a Jesus according to his whims. The character in the, in the Gospel of today is a king, King Herod, and the Gospel says that he was interested in knowing Jesus. But maybe he was moved by a desire of a curiosity and not by a willingness to change. So maybe today in my prayer, Jesus, I want to examine why. Why should I pray? Or better, what am I seeking in my prayer? Am I trying to know you better? Am I moved by curiosity? Or I really want to love you? Aristotle divided a friendship in three different levels, each one of them deeper than the one before. The first level is a, is a friendship of utility. And then we love someone because we both derive some benefit from each other. Could be like uh, commuting together in the same car, playing the same team. And there's a certain friendship there, but it's pretty superficial. The second level is a friendship based on pleasure. When both people are drawn to the other's wit, good looks, or personal qualities, saying, I have fun with this person when I go to a party, so we really enjoy being together, which is good. I mean, it's even deeper, a little deeper than the other one. But then the best, the best option for friendship is the friendship based on goodness. I want the best for the other person. We both admire each other's goodness and help one another strive for goodness. So in other words, you can make people happier and you can make people like Jesus happier as well with your friendship. And I think this is a very interesting point for our prayer. I don't go to pray Jesus as I go to the supermarket to get things done or, or to ask for things. I go to meet you. And not because of the things that you have or because the things that you can perform, but because you are my friend. And I really appreciate when people value friendship in that way with me. And they love me because I am who I am, and that's it, not because of the things that I can do or the things that I have. So the same apply to my friendship with Jesus Christ. Jesus, I want to meet you just to love you. I was listening the other day to this song by Lady Gaga, I think it's from a movie, and uh, the, the song says something like, I have a million reasons to quit the show. I have a million reasons to let you go. But I just need one good, one good reason to stay. And I think it's talking about the love between boyfriend and girlfriend, but we can apply the same to our prayer or to any friendship. Many times, I have reasons to quit the show. In, in the sense, I can say enough, or I don't, I don't get anything from this. And if I base my, my if my friendship is based on utility or pleasure, I will quit prayer sooner or later because maybe I don't see the results because the results may be hidden or they, they last just for a few days and later I need to rebuild or because they don't come as fast as I want to. And then I, I have the temptation of quitting. Only if I base my relationship with you, Jesus, in, in the foundation of love, I will never quit the show. That would be the good reasons to stay, which is to meet you and to, and to love you and to accompany you. So Jesus, teach me how to be a good friend. I remember when I was ordained priest some years ago, I had a lot of people coming to my ordination 
and I was really happy, family members, acquaintances, and friends. But if if you ask me which one of those friends that came made kind of a, the biggest impression to me, I will answer that two of them especially shocked me when they said that they wanted to come because my ordination was in Rome, they needed to travel from Spain. And two of my friends from college were Catholic, born or raised Catholic, but uh, they were not very close to the church at all. And uh, one of them had an earring. When I was in college, he offered me marijuana. The other one was far from the church, kind of a party guy, <laughs> a lot of fun, but uh, we were not on the same page in many things. And then when they said, yeah, yeah, I know that I don't know, so to speak, but if this is important for you, I would go to your ordination. And they came. And they were so happy. And I was really, really delighted on seeing them there. Because the link that united us was pure friendship. And they were able to put aside differences in order to be closer to their friend. And I think this is really powerful. And this is what we learn not only with friends, but with Jesus Christ. Sometimes Jesus is difficult to understand. Sometimes a cross is not pleasing. Sometimes I get upset with you, my Lord. I gotta be honest. In the sense that I don't get why do you take so long to answer to my prayer, to change the world. And this is what precisely uh, makes my friendship with you genuine. Again, I remember when I was in college, in my dorm, there was a guy that was hilarious. And uh, one morning we were, um, before breakfast, everybody was waking up, going to take a shower, whatever. And in the common uh, bathroom that we will all use, uh, this guy was kind of like getting out of the shower, whatever. And then he fell. <laughs> and it was hilarious because, um, with all my respect, because he was so funny. On getting out of the shower, he fell, and then he dislocated his uh, shoulder. And uh, he fell to the ground and was screaming, but at the same time cursing and at the same time asking for help. And, and we were, we all tried to help him, but it was so difficult because we were laughing. He was laughing and we had a great time. Humanly speaking, I remember that guy was not very talented in sports. It was just, uh, humanly speaking, very simple. But I, I don't remember anybody else in college with the same number of friends. He was so uh, likable, precisely because of being genuine. And when I went with him on campus, I remember people stopping to say hi, coming to seek some advice. He had a lot of friends because he never, ever utilized friendship for anything. He was just very, very concerned about others, open to listen, and funny. Um, Jesus, help me to be in that way. Help me to be genuine. And first of all, with you. Um, when was the last time you made a joke to Jesus? A simple joke. Or when was the last time you got upset with Jesus, like Martha in the Gospel? Are you genuine? Am I genuine in my relationship with you, my Lord? Am I myself <laughs> when I talk to you? Do I let you get into my life? Or sometimes, my Lord, I am maybe like a Herod with a mask of interest, but uh, deep down maybe it's just a, 
utility or pleasure that I am seeking in my prayer. Help me to change that. And uh, let's go to the Blessed Virgin Mary. When we read the Gospel, we see that Mary was always around. And especially in the good moments, we see the, the hand of Mary. The first miracle is in a party. So Mary had friends. And she introduced them to Jesus. And later there were apostles and saints. And always in the framework of friendship. So let's ask Mary to meet Jesus, not because we are interested in anything, but because we want to be with him, period. My mother helped me to discover Jesus as a friend. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 16 past the hour. We'll pray in just a minute on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday of the 25th week in Ordinary Time, September 22nd. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. The earth has yielded its fruit. For God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. The word word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. As for God, his ways are perfect. The word of the Lord, purest gold. He indeed is the shield of all who make him their refuge. For who is God but the Lord? Who is a rock but our God? The God who girds me with strength and makes the path safe before me. My feet you made swift as the deer's. You have made me stand firm on the heights. You have trained my hands for battle and my arms to bend the heavy bow. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning is now, and and will be forever. Amen. The word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. You gave me your saving shield. You upheld me trained me with care. You gave me freedom for my steps. My feet have never slipped. I pursued and overtook my foes, never turning back till they were slain. I smote them so they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You girded me with strength for battle. You made my enemies fall beneath me. You made my foes take flight Those who hated me, I destroyed. They cried, but there was no one to save them. They cried to the Lord, but in vain. I crushed them fine as the dust before the wind, trod them down like dirt in the streets. You saved me from the feuds of the people and put me at the head of the nations. People unknown to me served me. When they heard of me, they obeyed me. 
Foreign nations came to me cringing. Foreign nations faded away. They came trembling out of their strongholds. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Long life to the Lord, my rock. Praised be the God who saves me, the God who gives me redress and subdues people under me. You saved me from my furious foes. You set me above my assailants. You saved me from violent men. So I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing a psalm to your name. He has given great victories to his king and shown his love for his anointed, for David, and for his sons forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love, and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. May May the the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Open my eyes, Lord, that I may see the wonders of your law. From the book of the prophet Ezekiel, Thus the word of the Lord came to me. Now, son of man, take a single stick and write on it. Judah and those Israelites who are associated with him. Then take another stick and write on it. Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and all the house of Israel associated with him. Then join the two sticks together so that they form one stick in your hand. When your countrymen ask you, Will you not tell us what you mean by all this? Answer them. Thus says the Lord God, I will take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim, and of all the tribes of Israel associated with him, and I will join it to the stick of Judah, making them a single stick. They shall be one in my hand. The sticks on which you write, you shall hold up before them to see. Tell them, Thus speaks the Lord. I will take the Israelites from among the nations to which they have come and gather them from all sides to bring them back to their land. I will make them one nation upon the land in the mountains of Israel, and there shall be one prince for them all. Never again shall there be two nations, and never again shall there be divided into two kingdoms. 
No longer shall they defile themselves with their idols, their abominations, and all their transgressions. I will deliver them from all their sins of apostasy and cleanse them so that they may be my people and I may be their God. My servant David shall be prince over them and there shall be one shepherd for them all. They shall live by my statutes and carefully observe my decrees. They shall live on the land which I gave to my servant Jacob, the land where their fathers lived. They shall live on it forever, they and their children, and their children's children, with my servant David, their prince, forever. I will make with them a covenant of peace. It shall be an everlasting covenant with them. And I will multiply them and put my sanctuary among them forever. My dwelling shall be with them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Thus the nation shall know that it is I, the Lord, who make Israel holy, when my sanctuary shall be set up among them forever. The word of the Lord. I will take the sons of Israel and gather them together from everywhere. I will make them one nation, and there, and there shall, shall be, be one flock and, and one, one shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. And there, and there shall, shall be, be one flock and, and one, one shepherd. A reading from a sermon on pastors by St. Augustine, Bishop. I shall lead them forth from the Gentiles, and I shall gather them from foreign lands. I shall bring them into their own land, and I shall feed them on the mountains of Israel. It was God who brought forth the mountains of Israel that is to say, the authors of the divine scriptures. Feed there that you may feed in safety. Whatever you hear from that source, you should savor. Whatever is foreign to it, reject. Hear the voice of the shepherd, lest you wander about in the mist. Gather at the mountains of holy scripture. There are the things that will delight your hearts. There you will find nothing poisonous, nothing hostile. There the pastures are most plentiful. There you will be healthy sheep. You will feed safely on the mountain of Israel. And I shall feed them in streams and in every inhabited place in the land. From the mountains which we have shown you, there have issued the streams of the gospel message because their voice has gone forth into the whole world and every habitable place has become pleasant and fertile for the grazing of sheep. In good pastures, and on the high mountains of Israel, I shall feed them, and their grazing ground shall be there, that is, the place where they rest, where they will say, I am happy, where they will say, It is true, it is clear, we are not deceived. They will find rest in the glory of God when they find rest in those grazing grounds, and they will sleep, that is, find rest, and they will rest in good pleasures. 
and they will be fed in rich pastures on the mountains of Israel. I have already spoken of the mountains of Israel, the good mountains to which we raise our eyes and from which may come our help. But our help is from the Lord, who made the heaven and earth. Let us not, then, place our hope in the good mountains themselves, but let us rely on his word, which says, I will feed my sheep on the mountains of Israel. Let us not merely remain on the mountains themselves, for he added immediately, I will feed my sheep. Raise your eyes, therefore, to the mountains, whence your help comes. But take note that he says, I will feed. For your help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He concludes by saying, And I will feed them with judgment. Observe that he alone so feeds his sheep, in feeding them with judgment. For what man can judge rightly concerning another? Our whole daily life is filled with rash judgments. He of whom we had despaired is converted suddenly and becomes very good. He from whom we had anticipated a great deal suddenly fails and becomes very bad. Neither our fear nor our hope is certain. What any man is today, that man himself scarcely knows. Still, in some way, he does know what he is today. What he will be tomorrow, however, he does not know. Hence the Lord, who assigns to each what is owed to him, feeds his sheep with judgment, giving some things to one group, other things to another, and to each his due. For he knows what he is doing. With judgment he feeds those whom he, being judged himself, redeemed. Therefore, he himself feeds his sheep with judgment. I am the good shepherd. I know, I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. I shall look after my sheep and seek them out. I shall bring them out from among the peoples and lead them to pasture. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Father, guide us as you guide creation according to your law of love. May we love one another and come to perfection in the eternal life prepared for us. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Twenty-three minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer, all on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak for Thursday of the 25th week in Ordinary Time, September 22nd, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, King Herod is getting curious about this Jesus fellow. It's from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Now Herod the Tetrarch heard of all that was done, and he was perplexed, because it was said by some that John had been raised from the dead, by some that Elijah had appeared, and by others that one of the old prophets had risen. Herod said, John I beheaded, but who is this about whom I hear such things? And he sought to see Jesus, 
This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Now, if you're really looking for Jesus and not just curious about him, you will definitely find him. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. He who seeks, finds. The Virgin and St. Joseph looked for Jesus for three days, and they finally found him. Zacchaeus also wanted to see the Lord. Because he made a sincere effort, the master anticipated his petition and entered into his house. The multitudes went about in search of the Lord, and they had the great fortune to be in his company. No one who ever sought Jesus with a sincere heart was ever deceived or frustrated in his or her quest. In the course of the Lord's passion, Herod Antipas wanted to see the Lord to satisfy his curiosity. This explains why he did not really find Jesus. When Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad, for he had long desired to see him, because he had heard about him, and he was hoping to see some sign done by him. So he questioned him at some length, but he made no answer. Love has nothing to say to a person wholly taken up with frivolity and corruption. Jesus is ready to meet us if we are ready to correspond to his infinite love. We see Jesus present in our tabernacles. He is close to us in the sacrament of confession. He is present in our effort to be detached from the things of the world, even things that may be licit in themselves. We must be watchful that the means do not become our end. St. Augustine teaches us, love for the shadows ends up making the eyes of the soul weaker and weaker. The eyes become unable to see the face of God. Therefore, the more a man gives in to his weakness, the more he slips into darkness. Thy face, Lord, do I seek. The contemplation of the sacred humanity of the Lord is an inexhaustible source of love and strength amidst life's difficulties. Time after time, we should renew our acquaintance with those scenes of the gospel. We should meditate slowly on this Jesus of Bethany, of Jerusalem, of Capernaum, how he receives everyone so graciously. Perhaps at this very moment he is only a few feet away from us in the tabernacle. Statues or images of Christ can help us to have a living remembrance of his presence. This has always been the experience of the saints. St. Teresa of Avila writes, it came to pass one day when I went into the oratory that I saw a statue which they had put there. It was a representation of Christ most grievously wounded and so devotional that the very sight of it when I saw it moved me. So well did it show forth that which he suffered for us. So keenly did I feel the evil return I had made for those wounds that I thought my heart was breaking. I threw myself on the ground beside it, my tears flowing plenteously, and implored him to strengthen me once for all, so that I might never offend him any more. This love, which in some way is necessary to nurture the senses, is of enormous benefit to the soul. What could be more natural than to want a portrait of our beloved? St. Teresa herself exclaimed, Wretched are they who, through their own fault, have lost this blessing. It is clear enough that they do not love our Lord, for if they loved him, they would rejoice at the sight of his picture. 
just as men find pleasure when they see the portrait of one they love. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 16 before the hour, let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Have mercy on me, God, have mercy, for in you my soul has taken refuge. In the shadow of your wings I take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. I call to God the Most High, to God who has always been my help. May he send from heaven and save me, and shame those who assail me. May God send us his truth and his love. My soul lies down among lions who would devour the sons of men. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongue a sharpened sword. 
O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. They laid a snare for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path, but fell in it themselves. My heart is ready, O God, my heart is ready. I will sing, I will sing your praise. Awake, my soul, awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples, among the nations, I will praise you. For your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil and we will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations, happy to be known as companions of your Son. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations. Proclaim it on distant coasts and say, He who scattered Israel now gathers them together. He guards them as a shepherd his flock. The Lord shall ransom Jacob. He shall redeem him from the hand of his conqueror. Shouting, they shall mount the heights of Zion. They shall come streaming to the Lord's blessings, the grain, the wine and the oil, the sheep and the oxen, They themselves shall be like watered gardens. Never again shall they languish. Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows. I will lavish choice portions upon the priests, and my people shall be filled with my blessings, says the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain rises in beauty, the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion, true pole of the earth, the great king's city. God, in the midst of his citadels, has shown himself its stronghold. For the kings assembled together. Together they advanced. They saw... At once they were astounded. Dismayed, they fled in fear. A trembling seized them there, like the pangs of birth. 
by the east wind you have destroyed the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen, in the city of our God, in the city of the Lord of hosts, which God upholds forever. O God, we ponder your love within your temple. Your praise, O God, like your name, reaches to the ends of the earth. With justice your right hand is filled. Mount Zion rejoices. The people of Judah rejoice at the sight of your judgments. Walk through Zion. Walk all round it. Count the number of its towers. Review all its ramparts. Examine its castles, that you may tell the next generation that such is our God, our God forever and always. It is He who leads us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Father, the body of your risen Son is the temple not made by human hands and the defending wall of the new Jerusalem. May this holy city built of living stones shine with spiritual radiance and witness to your greatness in the sight of all nations. The Lord, the Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. A reading from Isaiah Thus says the Lord, The heavens are my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house can you build for me? What is to be my resting place? My hand made all these things when all of them came to be, says the Lord. This is the one whom I approve, the lowly and afflicted man who trembles at my word. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. From the depths of my heart I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. From, From the, the depths, depths of my heart I cry, I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. I will do what you desire, hear, hear me, me, O Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. From the depths of my heart I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. Let us serve the Lord in holiness, and he will save us from our enemies. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight, all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness, and he will save us from our enemies. The Lord Jesus Christ has given us the light of another day. In return, we thank him as we cry out, Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. You offered yourself in sacrifice for our sins. Accept our intentions and our work today. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. You bring us joy by the light of another day. Let the morning star rise in our hearts. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Give us strength to be patient with those we meet today. And so imitate you. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Make us aware of your mercy this morning, Lord. And let your strength be our delight. Lord, bless us and bring us close to you. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All-powerful and ever-living God, at morning, noon, and evening we pray. Cast out from our hearts the darkness of sin and bring us to the light of your truth. Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Time to come down from the mountaintop and get your Thursday in gear. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn, Patrick Madrid later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you in 23 hours. 4 a.m. tomorrow on Relevant Radio or the Relevant Radio app. Go out now, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.